You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week. Y'all, family, I have so much to share with you guys. I feel like I've been on this beautiful journey with God ever since he's had this, what I like to call a divine intervention in my life. And I've been transparently talking about it on the podcast as much as, you know, God has allowed me to share. But today I want to talk to you guys about rest. Now, me and Russ, we haven't always been the best of friends, if I can be honest. I talked about this many times on previous episodes, how I was pretty much the queen of hurry. If you ever asked me how I was doing, I was like, I'm fine. If you asked what I was doing, I would say I'm busy. And I would always be doing something new, moving from one test to the next, moving from one project to the next. My whole life has pretty much been a a speed race, not even with me realizing it. And it's so funny. I actually remember I had a conversation with one of my really good friends like last year. And I was just in this state where I had so much going on. And it's funny talking to her because she's the complete opposite of me. She is very calm and she takes her time doing everything like we're just complete opposites and so as I was talking to her she was like did you used to walk real fast in school and I bust out laughing because y'all know in school like the bell rings you only got a couple minutes to get to class and so I was that person I was speed walking through the hallways like just trying to get to my next destination and I told her, I was like, yeah, I am usually the person who is always, you know, speed walking in the hallways. And she was like, you do realize that you're not in school anymore, right? And I was like, I mean, yeah. And then I started to think to myself, it really didn't feel like I left school because my life was still governed by bells and alarms and people telling me where I had to be. And so though I may have left the physical building of a school, my life was still very much running in the same way where everything was alarm this, uh, do this at this scheduled time. And I had just become so adapted to that pace that that became the regular pace of my life. Hurry was the regular pace of my life. And it wasn't until she said that, you know, you realize that you're not in school anymore that I was like, oh my gosh, girl, you are right. I am not in school anymore. And so fast forwarding to, you know, earlier this year where God had been really emphasizing to me, you know, that I needed to slow down and I needed to switch my pace. And I talked about moving at the pace of grace and slowing down. And while I was on this journey, I told you guys that Tatum gave me a great book and it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And in one of the chapters, it talks about the Sabbath. Now, I had always heard of the Sabbath in different ways and things like that. So when I talk to you guys about my journey with the Sabbath, you don't need to be emailing me about nothing religious and saying that I'm not doing it right. I want to remind y'all that this is a journey that I'm transparently sharing with you guys. And so the premise of this book basically talks about how we live in a world that is completely moving at light speed and how it's contrary to the way that Jesus lives. And so as his followers, we should be adapting more to his lifestyle and the way that he did things versus the way that the world is moving. And so one of those things is the pace 
in which we do everything. And he talks about how if the devil cannot get you to sin, he will get you to be busy because busyness and sin, they both do the same thing. They separate you from God. Now, this one line, the book is pretty a decent sized book, but this one line had completely just blown my mind because I think when you think of the enemy, we know that he's crafting and he's cunning, but we don't realize how patient and strategic he is. He's not dumb. And I think how interesting is it that he would come in such a way with with something that seems like convenience to us, right? Technology and all of those things and routines and schedules, all the things that we have to do. We think that those are good things. And yet here we have the enemy manipulating our minds and making us move at this pace that really does cause us to miss God's voice. And we know that from scripture that God speaks in a still, small voice. And we all know that yet we have not figured out how to disconnect from this busy pace of life. We all have so many responsibilities and so many things that are pulling from our attention. And so what I really loved about this book is that it was very practical in how we can begin to disconnect from this fast paced moving life. So we do not miss what is important. And that is being present with God, being present with the people that he's blessed us with, our family, our friends, and, you know, devoting our time to the God projects, the God-inspired things that are really going to bring change and real fruit in this world. And so one of the things that he highlighted the most in the book was the Sabbath. And the Sabbath was a command from God where people were required to rest and do no work for an entire day and just dwell in his presence worship him, do the things that matter, that honestly matter, do the things that matter. That's the way that he explained it, which I love. And honestly, as he was first talking about the Sabbath, my initial thought was, I don't even have time to rest. I don't have time for a Sabbath. And I was thinking to myself, after I began to really process my thoughts, that is so destructive to have those thoughts saying that you don't have time to rest. That literally will lead to a life of self-destruction. And so I began to really think about where those thoughts were coming from. Like, who is really telling me that I don't have time to rest? If God is inviting me, if God is inviting me into a day of rest, a day that is completely contrary to this busy, you know, one thing, hustle, hustle, hustle type of week, and he's inviting me into a day of rest where I can reset and refill, then why would I say that I don't have time for something like that? Like the Sabbath is a gift and yet here I am seeing it as a burden. And I'm like, wow, what a distorted view, y'all. When I tell y'all I really be sitting deep in thought, this book had me really rethink my whole life. And one of the quotes that um, is from the book, he says that the Sabbath is the reset. We all come to Sabbath voluntarily or involuntarily. Sabbath is coming for you, whether as a delight or a discipline. Did y'all hear what good sir just said? He basically said that rest, the Sabbath, that day of rest is coming to you, whether you like it or not, whether you're going to accept it as a beautiful gift and invitation from God, or whether it's going to come as a result of you burning yourself out, burning to the ground and honestly begging for that day of rest. Y'all know how it feels when you have been working too hard, you have pushed yourself and you're like, God, 
please, like, I need a break. I need a vacation. And he was even talking about how we take these vacations and we don't even feel rested because our minds are still so focused on work and they're so focused on everything else that we have to do when we get back that we never actually experience this rest. Another quote in the book that's related to this statement, A.J. Swoboda, he said, it's not as though we do not love God. We love God deeply. We just do not know how to sit with God anymore. We have perhaps become the most emotionally exhausted, psychologically overworked, spiritually malnourished people in history. Y'all, he ain't talking about no people from a distant land. He's talking about us right here, you and I. He says we are the most emotionally exhausted, psychologically overworked, spiritually malnourished people in history. I don't know about y'all, but that's not cute. That's not cute. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you loud and clear. So one thing about me, I'm a very practical person. When I hear something that makes sense, it's backed up by God and it's something that I can easily apply. I do it. I'm, I'm radically obedient. I don't like to waste a lot of time. I don't like to learn things the hard way anymore. Um, I just prefer to do things when God tells me to do them because I understand that everything that he's doing and telling me to do is for my well-being is so that I can continue to grow and develop into the person that he's called me to be, but also so that I can share these lessons with you know, my community, those who, you know, follow me, listen to me, etc. because it's important. So anyway, y'all, basically back to the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a day of rest and there's many different ways apparently that people do the Sabbath. And so this is the way that I have done it. And again, before you say I got too much going on, I don't have time to take the day of the Sabbath. I don't have time to take a day of rest. Do you know what's on my plate? Do you know my responsibilities? Honey, I get it. Okay. I got a lot of stuff going on as well. I'm a digital marketing manager. I got three brands under us. We got multiple clients. I have my own business. I have my own nonprofit. I do a lot of things, okay? I get it. And so let me just explain to y'all my experience with the Sabbath. So this previous Sunday, I don't even know what the date was, y'all, but this past Sunday was my first Sabbath. And the way that I decided to do it was I decided to prepare last the week prior on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and get most of my tasks done so that I could actually get to this day of rest. Because of course, I have a lot of responsibilities, but I knew that I at least wanted to make an attempt at the Sabbath. Some people say the Sabbath is on Saturdays. Some people say it's on Sundays. I'm not here to debate about that. I did my Sabbath on a Sunday. And what I did was I turned off my phone and I allowed myself to wake up later than I usually would. I didn't set any alarms, obviously, because my phone is off. And I basically just centered this day around what was a priority to me. My first priority for the Sabbath was to spend as much time with God as I could. The second part of my Sabbath was to prioritize time with my family. Family is a thing that's really important to me and relationships and making sure that I'm active with my siblings, that they see me engaged, that I'm spending time with my parents. I really value family. And so those were my two priorities for the day. So I started my morning, of course. I woke up around, I believe I woke up naturally around 8.30, 9 o'clock, which may seem really early for a lot of y'all, but on the daily, I usually wake up between 6 and 7. So this wasn't abnormal for me. 
I didn't play any music when I woke up. I actually opened my window and I woke up to the sound of birds chirping. It was so peaceful. Everybody in my house was kind of still asleep. Usually they don't kind of get up and be active until around 11 o'clock. But immediately when I woke up, I just kind of laid there and I was talking to God just casually, saying what I'm grateful for, grateful for him. And this wasn't a really a routine thing. I was just taking it, you know, moment by moment, really embracing that. But I did lay in silence for about 20 minutes, which was, listen, top tier. I highly recommend. Okay. Um, but yeah, after I finished laying there and just talking to God, I read some more of the book that I was talking about, The Birthless Elimination of Hurry. I read about a chapter while I was still in bed. Then I got up, I stretched. That's something that I've been adding to my routine. It really just kind of wakes me up. And I just really sit and reflect with God, just embracing, you know, the stillness of his presence. Then after I did that, I sat down at my desk and I started to journal, just really reflecting on the week, reflecting on anything that was on my heart and just really pouring my heart out to God. Then I opened up the word. I always leave my Bible open on my desk. That way it reminds me to seek the word first and not necessarily my work. And so that's been a very helpful practice that I've been doing. So recently I had just finished up the book of Proverbs and I took it day by day. I've read the book of Proverbs before, but like multiple times. But this time I really allow, you know, Holy Spirit to walk me through scripture by scripture so I could actually digest it and apply it and really meditate on it. Then after I sat and I read the word, I really just kind of sat with God again. We prayed, had conversation. And then, you know, I got ready for the morning, washed my face, took shower, did all those things. It really just took my time. Then I went downstairs. I made breakfast. I sat in breakfast. I didn't have any music playing. Again, my phone was off. So I really just sat there. My sister came in. We had some conversation. And I just took the whole day really slowly. I finished up breakfast. I went upstairs, had some conversation with my mom while she was cleaning and really just embraced that time. When I was in there with my mom, my siblings came in. We were just having just conversation, catching up. Um, they were on their phones, but I wasn't on mine. So I was just focused on being present at that moment, really just soaking in the quality time with my family that is important to me. Now, around this time, it was probably 1230 or so. And I did start to feel some anxiousness rise up. Like I felt like I should be doing something. And so I was like, all right, like maybe I can do laundry. Like I felt like I needed to be doing some type of labor, which is really weird. But I didn't beat myself up for it. I just kind of simply reminded myself, this is a day of rest. The Sabbath is a gift. And I just kept telling myself that. So I was like, okay, I can do laundry tomorrow. It's not something that needs to be done today. So then I went downstairs. My little brother, he wanted to spend some time with me and pretty much all of my family, when they like to spend time with each other, they all watch movies and things like that. I'm not a huge movie watcher, but I understand their love language is quality time. So I sat down, watched a movie with them. And then after I finished watching that movie, I went back to my room and I just meditated in the stillness and the presence of God. This has been something that I have been doing regularly and it is so refreshing. I'm talking no music, no fancy lights. And I'm a huge person for setting up a beautiful scenery, but I've just been focusing on just the presence of God. And so I just listened and I started meditating on scripture, just in my mind, just relaxing. And the presence of God just filled my room so beautifully. It was such a stillness and a calmness. And it was so refreshing. Then I took a nap, y'all, because y'all know sometimes you go in between meditating and sleeping. I don't know about y'all, but that was a good nap. Okay. 
when I woke up from my nap, I was hungry. I had already meal prepped my meal. So I just went downstairs, popped my food in the microwave, heated it up, ate, read some more. I didn't even know what time it was at this point. All I know was that I was feeling amazing. Then I believe my dad asked me to do something, whatever. And I was like, so this is the Sabbath. Okay. This is my day of rest. I am not doing any work whatsoever. But yeah, that's pretty much what I did the entire day. I did nothing but focus on my time with God and focus on my family. I didn't write a to-do list. I didn't do any of those things. All I did was relax and my phone stayed off for the entire day. And I'm just telling you guys all this to say that it was amazing. What I thought was a burden was the best gift I ever could have received in my life. And it's sad that the Lord actually had to command us to take this day of rest. And we didn't just be like, oh, like, get on the bandwagon. Like, this is a great idea because it was so refreshing. I don't even have the full words to describe how much lighter I feel. And even after that day, it really carried over into the next day, into Monday, And even into Tuesday, I just feel so at peace. Even though I came into a busy work week, I don't feel that burden, that heavy burden and that pressure that I used to put on myself. I'm really literally taking up what it means that God's burden is light and his yoke is easy. And that doesn't mean that we don't have work to do, you know, the way that we do things his way, but it just means that it's lighter. There's a grace to operating in God's pace. And like I said, I'm still in the beginning of figuring this thing out, but I wanted to share with you guys because the Sabbath is attainable and it doesn't have to look like how everybody else does it. Like for you, it may look completely different, but as long as you're prioritizing that time with God, you're taking this as a day of rest and not a day to prepare and get all this stuff done. Like for me, in order to make the Sabbath possible, I had to do more the week before. So I told you guys on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I pretty much prepared the things that I needed to do so that I didn't have to do a lot on Sunday. That was a sacrifice at the time, but to be able to take a full day's rest was so worth it. And so I want you guys, I don't want you guys to listen to me when I talk about this and feel like, oh, I don't have time to sit in this, or I don't even know how to sit still in the presence of God. Like this is all a process. The point is that God has invited you to rest and And it is a rest that he enjoys. He wants you to have this. And it's going, you're really going to feel the effects of it no matter how it works out in your life. And honestly, if this podcast episode does not convince you to take up God's invitation to the Sabbath, then go get the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I will leave it inside the show notes. Go just ask God, like, how do I make the Sabbath a practical thing in my life? Can you explain it to me in a way that seems realistic and attainable? And be honest with your thoughts about it. But for me, this is about to be a regular thing in my schedule and I am excited. So if you guys have any more questions about just my process in real time, definitely hit my DMs on Instagram at underscore organize my thoughts. I would absolutely love to discuss this with you guys. If this is a topic that you're more interested in hearing about, also let me know that and I'll do more episodes or maybe I'll do a live on our YouTube channel at Organize My Thoughts. But this wraps up another episode of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Now, I know you know at least two to three people that need to hear this and need to be invited into this rest. So go ahead and text this link to at least three of your friends and I will talk to you guys on the next episode.